Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. Today, I am with Mark as usual. How's it going, Mark? Going great, thanks. Cool. So, today we're going to talk about... A topic that is affecting a lot of the people that listen to us. A lot of people that listen to us, you know, they come from a more gray hat-ish SEO background and they have started sites already. And sometimes they have used tactics that we don't necessarily recommend and that could put their future in jeopardy, essentially. It's kind of something that they need to redeem from. And this is all about this redemption we want to talk about in this episode. We want to talk about what to do if you have done that kind of stuff. And that is things like using PBNs or buying links or running some kind of blog network like like Ninvana or like the, the old school Build My Rank or all that kind of stuff that you may have done in the past that you could be suffering for maybe not today, maybe not next month, maybe not next year, but like in the next few years if Google release some kind of update and so on. And because you are going to be putting a lot of time and effort into your site, if you go the white hat way, you kind of want to prevent these kind of bad things from happening. And so I just want to talk about that. But let's just talk first about like why gray hat is not necessarily a good idea. Should I go for this, Mark, or do you want to go? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I want to say, though, before it says not necessarily a good idea, is that there are some cases when perhaps it is a good idea that all of those cases or none of those cases are if you're running an authority site. But there are some people that use it for sort of churn and burn style sites and use it effectively and make lots of money from it. Mm -hmm. So we're not here to sort of hate on it too much and say like it doesn't work or in some situations it works. But for if you're building an authority site, I don't think it's it's worth it. Yeah, so I think it's true. I think, I mean... I think for your main site, it's not worth it, but there could be cases where you would need like some mini sites to promote one of your products or something and essentially act as your own affiliate. In which case, Greyhound could actually be not a terrible idea. It's not illegal. And for like short project campaigns, like a product launch or something, it's definitely just a, a marketing tool you can use. Not, not the most ethical one, but it is something that exists and that is part of the business tools that you can use for your stuff. So, but in terms of your main brand, I would definitely not recommend it. I mean, I have a horrible analogy, like you love them, Mark, which is, you know, like if you stand at a, like on a spot for like an hour, your chances of getting hit by lightning are very low. But if you stand there for a thousand years, they're actually pretty high. And that's the same with penalty. You know, it's like, sure, if you only look at the three months in a future kind of perspective, your chances of getting penalized are actually pretty low, even if you're doing gray hat stuff. But if you look at a five or six year time span, then actually your chances are pretty high, even though you didn't do some really bad stuff. So let's just get started and actually talk about what people can do if they have done that to their site. And I think the first thing that people need to do is to start right away, which is super obvious, but you know, it is something that you need to think about when you, you do Greyhound SEO, because a lot of stuff is automated, right? You sign up for the services, they kind of own a subscription on your PayPal and you put your URL and they build like a thousand links to your site every month using some really bad web 2.0s or that kind of stuff. And suddenly when we actually stopped all that stuff, we did have stuff running for a little bit. It takes a bit of work to actually get that stopped sometimes. So it's something that you need to 
go through. I would recommend putting your putting your site on Ahrefs and kind of like look at what's popping up and and getting that stopped. Another thing that is going to be probably a little bit harsh, and obviously it's going to depend on the situation, but personally, if I was in this situation, I would probably fire the person responsible for doing this gray hat stuff. And the reason why is it's actually pretty hard to turn someone from gray hat to white hat. And maybe you want to say a little bit about that with like employees we've had when we did that. But when someone has a culture and a habit of cutting corners in terms of marketing, it's really hard to actually get them back onto the right track. Do you want to say something? Yeah, about it? it's not really a cutting corners thing for me. It's just a, it's a more of just like an overall mindset of like, you know, white hat seems to be more let's do proper marketing, let's do the right thing and it will benefit us. Whereas gray hat's like, okay, how can we game the system? And okay, you know, that's, it's not as if there's an overlap there between both types, but that seems to be the sort of general view. And once you're right in that most people, at least most people I've come across who are a gray hat SEO kind of people, they just think a certain way about things. And yeah, it's it's quite difficult to, to get that to change. Yeah, I have this in mind like a bunch of interviews we've done for the agency back in the day. And, you know, the people that came from a gray hat background, it's like, I'd be like, how do you build links? And I'm like, oh, blast Scraybox. And I get a bunch of links, et cetera. And I would, I would much rather hire someone with zero experience than someone with these kind of habits, you know? It's just like, it's like... Yeah, you're right. Trust, it's you, like you have to, it's like you have to spend time and effort in breaking those habits and then building <laughs> them up again, which may actually be longer than just building them up or someone new. Yeah, which is what I mean for me, like I would probably just start working with someone new who either has a track record of doing white hat stuff or just someone that's brand new at learning online marketing, which it, it's easier to take someone that has zero bad habits and build a good habits than breaking the bad habits and building good habits, I find. So that is basically the first step is like stop everything, clean up your team as well, possibly, and take good resolutions essentially. But the second one is, well, obviously you need to, you've done that before. So it's like the stopping is not enough. You need to assess the damage, right? And usually when we do that, it's like you're going to try to assess like what percentage of your links is comes from this gray hat stuff. And in some cases, you, you've done 20 PBN links and you have a bunch of high quality links to your site, in which case you probably just want to clean stuff up. But if something like over 75% of your links come from from these kind of tactics or even more, it is worth considering starting over on a fresh domain. And that's not something that's fun to do. And that essentially means you start from zero in terms of link equity. You don't start from zero in terms of content. You can move your content over a fresh domain, but yeah, it means you start from zero in terms of link equity. But actually, we've had people that we've moved over to fresh domains that would in the end grow faster because they would start clean rather than, even though you're not penalized, when you have a lot of shitty links coming to your site, it's like your SEO progress is just slow and sluggish. It's like there's some kind of trust factor with Google where if most of your links are high quality, you will rank really easily. And if you have a big percentage of your links that are not so high quality, even though you are not penalized, you don't have anything in Webmaster's tool, and you're still ranking for some stuff, it is much harder to rank for some reason. There's, it's, it, you know, there's no number on that. But but this is definitely something that we felt across like working on many domains. So the recommendation would be like if over seventy five percent of your links 
are from these kind of Greyhound tactics, I would start from fresh domain, even if it means if it means like losing six months or something. The truth is, if you work for one year white hat on this domain and lose it, it's going to be way more than that. And if under 75% of it is from gray hat, then I would probably just try to clean it up. But obviously, you, you kind of need to assess it yourself. And once again, uh, check it out on Ahrefs. There's actually a free trial on Ahrefs if you go on authorityhacker.com slash Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, and uh, you'll be able to, to do that assessment with your link profile. Another thing in terms of Assessing the links as well is Ahrefs is good, but you don't, it doesn't have everything. So I recommend you also check the Webmasters console. That's, that's what it's called now. It's the old Webmasters tool to assess your links. Like, I don't know. Do you have anything on the, on the assessing the damage? Like, what, when would you switch domain and when would you try to clean it up? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, it's always difficult to say. Is it, yeah. I'm really sure. But I think that sort of 75, 25 is a, is a good Measurement. Typically, you'll find though that if someone's doing or has been doing gray hat a lot, it tends to be more sort of like ninety nine percent. Yeah, exactly. There. So I think if if that's the case, it's, it's probably quite obvious. So start a new domain. Like it's kind of annoying right away, but as I said, if you if you then spend one year doing white hat stuff and then still get penalized, or just get much lower SEO results even without a penalty, you know you're losing time. It's not that hard to build like a domain authority of twenty five thirty. And you can get pretty good rankings with that kind of domain authority. So, yeah, I recommend you do that. Then, basically, the next step is either start over or just undo the damage. And if you have to start over, I recommend that you just pick a new domain, like a new .com domain. .com is just better in general. Move your content to a new domain or just, you know, point to a new, a point, like, point the new server, the server to a new domain, etc., and on the old domain, don't redirect. You cannot redirect the domain because that would also redirect any kind of penalty that would come to that domain as well. So what you need to do is you need to essentially make a page that says, hey, remove domain and here's the new site and leave that up and let people click through to the new domain, which sucks a bit. It means you would lose some, like a lot of the traffic that you would have gotten, but that is the only way to like not pass on penalties. And I would also no-index the website, like remove it from the Google index completely so that there is very little risk of passing any kind of penalty to your new site. And I would no-follow the link to your new site as well. So you're basically redirecting the people that are really looking for your brand, but they are like you don't have much SEO, if any, passing to your new domain. That is what I would do, which is it's painful to think about that. but that's, Yeah, you're probably going to lose most of your traffic when you do this, by the way. Yeah, it's like you need to expect that. But that is, once again, this is only if you have like most of your links coming from Greyhound stuff, which has a very high likelihood of this domain being penalized in the future. So Yeah, uh, so the, sorry, just to interrupt there. I think that, that this is a good point because most people, what will happen is they will ignore this and they will continue doing what they're doing until they get penalized they'll get penalized and then like they'll lose everything and they'll yeah. have to start from scratch if you start now you're not necessarily losing everything and it's kind of like a more controlled way to approach it yeah you are, i mean you just you basically assess the situation and you cut your losses here so you accept that a lot of your seo traffic is going to be gone the people that are really looking for you it's not that bad they're going to land on the page with a big link to your new site click through and get there so if you had some clients or you had something like that, like these people that know you and, and want your stuff, they will be there. It is annoying, but it's not, you don't lose everything. Then when it comes to the cleanup, you, I recommend that, uh, so Ahrefs actually has a new Dizavo tool 
that you can actually go through your link uh, list and you can click add to disavow file. And essentially you're disavowing all these links as you're going through, which is really nice and convenient. And you can download the file. So I recommend you do that and essentially be really roughless in terms of you know, the links that you're going to be removing. You, because the day you're going to get penalized, you will need to remove a lot of links. If you actually remove links and disavow before you get penalized, Google is going to be a little nicer and you can get away with more. So you're better off just building this disavow file first from Ahrefs, second from the Google Webmaster Console. Uh, be quite ruthless, like if it's a so-so link and you know it's kind of a shitty link, but the site doesn't look so bad, etc. Still remove it. You will maybe lose some rankings, but you'd be surprised how little rankings you lose by disavowing a lot of links. Like, I actually have a personal theory that a lot of these gray hat links do nothing. It's probably like a couple of them doing something, but it's it's not nearly like a hundred gray hat links. Probably almost like one or two white hat links. So it's not that difficult to replace. So be ruthless. Clean up before Google penalizes you. Make this disavow file and submit it into the webmaster console. And within something like three or four weeks, Google actually counts these and doesn't count them as links. And so when they're going to assess who to penalize, who not to penalize in the next update, for example, well, these links will not count. And therefore, you don't risk uh, losing the traffic that you have saved. Even if you lose a bit of traffic initially, you know, you won't lose everything. You won't have to go through this very, very painful reconsideration request process that could put you down for many, many months. We have people that were down for like more than six months because of that. So it's definitely worth losing a bit of traffic if you are at risk. Anything to say about that? No, I kind of uh, agree. All right, cool. And finally, the last thing that I would do in terms of that is actually like build a track record of quality. So removing the crappy stuff is one thing, but you kind of want to show that you're moving on. And, and, you know, Google is kind of looking at the trends at where things are going. You know, it's in terms of ranking, they're looking at how many links you acquire on average per month and how, you know, is that number increasing, decreasing, etc. And that's essentially how to determine the velocity of your site and the growth of it. And in turn, the rankings they're going to give you, right? So if you actually are able to show even just a little bit of high quality marketing following up, things like creating a big piece of content and promoting it, is a pretty easy way to do that. Like, create a big piece of content, outreach to high-quality sites, get a couple of links, get them to share even, like, you know, you will appear on their Twitter profile, which are high authority, you will appear on their Facebook pages, which are public, and so on. Maybe making something like an infographic campaign. Making an expert roundup is, a, is definitely big in the industry right now. Like, just finding 20 people in your industry and asking them for a quote on a question, posting all of that in a post. Not my favorite type of post to read personally, but they do work really well and they get the right people to kind of like share a link and comment and so on. And that builds all these kind of signals that show that you turn to white hat stuff. So if you're trying to turn your domain around, it's the kind of thing that I would do. And I would worry less about monetization when I do these things. It's like you're not here to make money, you're here to save your traffic essentially. So don't try to sell too hard on anything, work more on like building high quality free stuff for the community so you get links. That's what I would do in terms of building this new velocity, essentially. And the fifth one, the fifth one, which is a pretty funny one, I'm checking my notes right now. I'd say spray. I'm not sure, not that I believe that praying does a lot, but if you have been cleaning up, if you haven't started a new domain, or even if you have been recycling the content from the old domain, the truth is there's still a small chance that Google will go after you with some kind of update, and you could be in trouble even though you've been doing all that stuff. And but the thing is, it's really about fixing all these things before you get caught. It's like, 
Yeah, we've done that actually recently on Health Ambition. Like, you know, done, done the, we do that regularly on our site, just like go through the link profiles and disable stuff, etc. Because even though you actually don't do bad link building, negative SEO is a real thing, especially when you share your domain on a podcast like this one. People do send us crappy links, they put links to us on their shitty PBNs and so on. Some people don't have better things to do with their dates. So, but as long as we've been proactive about it and we've identified these things and build this disable file, we use Ahrefs a lot for that, and upload this every like three or four months, then actually, you know, our organic traffic is, is up all the time. We actually just passed uh, 500,000 visits per month, so we're doing pretty good, despite all these things. And that is because we're trying to be really proactive. So, yeah, there's a small chance that things will happen. In SEO, nothing is ever guaranteed. But do it early and you'll be fine. So, I mean, that's basically my really short and sweet plan for people who have done gray hack before and want to keep working on that site or want to keep working in that niche. In that case, if they're going to change domain, change domain only if there is a big, 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 big chance that you will get caught or if the cleanup is just too much. Sometimes the cleanup work is, is more work than starting over on a new domain. And that's when I would recommend you do that, actually. So that's basically the plan. Mark, do you have any final words or... Yeah, I just wanted to ask sort of a question to you. So we focused on, I guess, mostly people who have been doing mostly gray hat or a lot of gray hat. Yeah. If you just have some gray hat, like let's say you've been, I don't know, you sign up, to, you bought some links package or sign up some PBN network or s- something like this, what would you suggest? Just disavow that? I mean, I would try to get the links removed first. Like, links removed are even better than disable, you know? Like, I believe there's going to be a limit on disable. It's just too easy, you know? At some point, Google's going to be like, well, if you disable, like, 80% of your link profile, will only count, like, half of that or something. Just so that, because otherwise, it's too much of a get-out-of-jail freak-out. You can just test random shit on the site and just disable it and test again and, you know, kind of, like, play by what's working and not working. So I was even considering at some point to hide our white hat links to build like millions of gray hat links and just disable them even before they're built. And then after that, like people cannot copy our link profile. So this opens the Pandora's box, the, the, the disable tool. And I believe that Google will limit that to some extent because otherwise, you know, sneaky people like me will think about tactics like that. So if you can get the links removed, which if you buy in from a guy on like Wicked Fire or something, you can most of the time. Yeah, these guys just manually uploading WordPress and so on. Like pay them even to remove the links. Like give them a hundred bucks and remove the links. It's depending on how much money you make with your site, it's just gonna save you so much trouble. So yeah, if it's 10, 20 links, I would just get them removed. Otherwise, yeah, 10, 20 links, I would just disable and keep going essentially. I would keep the same domain. Changing domain is heavy, it's a multi-week project in which like, you don't work on anything else, you just change your domain. You will have SEO effects. You will lose a lot of traffic. So it's not something you should do lightly. And that's why I say only if you have like 75% or more of your links coming from there. Which, you know, once again, it's a numbers game, right? If you have 20 gray hat links and 10 and like and then five white hat links, you still have 75% of your links coming from there. But cleaning up 20 links is not so difficult. So I would still keep on the same domain and just get the links removed or disabled them. But if you're talking tens of thousands of links, then yeah, you should probably just change domain. So yeah, that's basically it. Cool. Well, okay. Well, that was it for this podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.